Hey everyone, welcome back to Around the Table, our podcast for redemption women. I'm Dina, and I'm here with a couple other women, and we're excited to share this time with you guys. And I'm Caitlin Anderson. If you're following along with us in our study, Lord, Teach Us to Pray, you're probably about or getting close to or maybe just finished week three uh, of Thanksgiving. And today we get to have a special guest here with us talking about how Thanksgiving and learning the practice of Thanksgiving in her own life has really impacted her. Yeah, so we're here with Lori Green today. She is our friend and coworker in Redemption Women. And so Lori, welcome to the table. Thanks, glad to be here. And tell us a little bit about yourself and what's going on with you these days. Well, I am a mother of six and married to Jeff. We've been married 28 years and our kids have a wild range of ages from (laughs) 25 down to three. So I'm busy with my three-year-old and also working here part-time at Redemption Church. That's great. I have four kids in a little pack. And so when you say six kids and they're all over the place, I just look at your life sometimes and I'm just so in awe of you. And I hope one day I get to be like you. When I grow up, I want to be Lori. Oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, aim higher. So Lori, you recommended this book to me a while back called 1000 Gifts, which totally changed your life. 1000 Gifts by Ann Voskamp. And you said it changed you so much. It just gave you this heart of Thanksgiving. And so I picked it up recently and started reading it. I'm not fully finished. I'm almost there. Um, And I thought it was going to be just this really kind of quick read and something that was interesting, um, just because books in this genre generally are. And it hasn't been. And it has been super impactful for my life as well. But I'd love to just hear your story, kind of what got you to the place of picking up that book and where it led you. Well, I don't even remember why I picked the book up or who told me to pick the book up. But I can tell you that the reason behind it was I was struggling. My I had some of my older kids were uh, maybe young adult, old teens mm-hmm. that were struggling, and it all felt really heavy to me trying to maneuver through that um, that phase. And I read the book, and since I'm not a glass half full kind of person typically, <laughs> I have to put in some effort on that, and could see that I was I was pretty anemic in my Thanksgiving. And so that book taught me to look for ways to be thankful in everyday circumstances. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's a great writer. She's very different than books that I've read before. And Mm -hmm. she's rather poetic, and I am not. So it took some effort for me to settle into her style Mm -hmm. and um, learn to love it quickly. I could appreciate because I could relate to her. She has five kids. Mm -hmm. I, at the time, had five kids. She was very honest and raw about struggling with maybe some depression and just working Mm -hmm. through some trauma in her life and how that was affecting her day-to-day in raising her kids. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciated the vulnerability. Um, I want someone who's going to be honest and tell me that sometimes life is hard, but here's a better way to, to move through life. So that's why I picked it up the first time. So then where did you start? How did you start to be thankful? I started a journal and just wrote down every day. I would number the items. That's basically what she told me, as I recall in the book. It's been a while since I've read it. Um, she would just say, look for things every day. And and she did it through the lens of her camera. And that was effective because she saw deeper things that you might miss mm-hmm. when you're just looking around. So she wouldn't just be thankful for the color blue, but she would find 10 different ways to be thankful for the color blue. Oh, wow. 
did you do that? Did you do it with a camera or did you just use your journal? Or? I just used my journal, but that helped me to think deeper and not just gloss through, thank you for the weather, thank you for health, hmm. but go deeper into what's good about the weather or why I'm so thankful for my health or just those th- sorts of things making me go deeper in my thoughts for Thanksgiving and then just write those down. Mm-hmm. So the book is called 1000 Gifts and she it started for her as a dare, right? Of someone dared her to see if they can even list 1000 gifts. And so have you gotten to 1000? Have you listed 1000 gifts? Unfortunately, I'm not that disciplined, but <laughs> I probably from all the different times I've started and stopped and yeah. read the book the second time, I I'm sure I must have come up with a thousand, but there's not one list of a thousand. So how did all your lists change you? It changes me often because like I said, I read it a second time. The second time I did it was just a few years later when my mom passed away and everything just felt really dark and heavy again. And I thought, boy, I can sit in this heaviness or I can read that book again and remind myself why I need to be thankful and that there are things even in this dark time to be thankful for. And so I I did. I read it a second time and I started being thankful again. And even this morning I thought I have to make sure to have some balance in my prayer life where I'm not just always talking about what I need, mm-hmm. but thanking God for what he's doing. And one thing I'm doing is thanking him for the way that he cares for me as the shepherd, like in Psalm 23. And I'll look at the previous day and thank him for those things. And that's also a way of uh, gratitude, I think. So is there a difference between thankfulness being a distraction from what's hurtful and thankfulness being sort of a, not a solution, but helping you in the sadness. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, how is how is being thankful not just, well, I'm just going to think about good things so I don't think about the hard things, hmm. it, as opposed to when I'm thankful, it helps me face the hard things somehow. Like, does that That happen? makes sense. I think it's probably both. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a hopeful presence because I can be thankful that God is with me in, in the midst of the trial. Um, I can see his hand all over my day, and I'm not alone in in yeah. a struggle. So it, it is a good distraction. It helps me to take my thoughts captive and reframe my mind, mm. but it also then helps me to see God in the midst of whatever is going on in the day. I love that. I love the ho- the hopeful presence. That's good. Yeah. So what's the last thing you were thankful for? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, you know, really just this morning going through Shepherd's Care yesterday Mm -hmm. and seeing where he was present in my day, um, maybe helping me accomplish something in my other role here at Redemption, or um, a friend came over and spent the afternoon with me, and it was just so nice to have Mm -hmm. her in the house, and and she's a believer, so we were able to encourage each other in our marriages and our parenting and our faith, so I was really thankful for that. That's good. So one of the things that Ann Voskamp said in the book that has really impacted me is she said if theology comes from uh, the words theo and logos, I think I'm saying those right, uh, which is study and God, then 
isn't Thanksgiving the theology in our life today? So we think of theology as like the big concordance on the shelf, like that's theology, studying our Bible, studying doctrine, but isn't Thanksgiving studying God in our own lives? And so I'm curious, what have you learned about God, about who he is, about the theology, as you've practiced this theology of God in your life? Gosh, I'm not sure if I know how to answer that. I will say that something that stood out to me is how many times she could show Jesus giving thanks when mm-hmm. he was here and how we're instructed to give thanks and how that is such a, an important thing that he teaches us to be thankful because he knows we need that. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if that really answers the question, but I do see the that that's, we're instructed to give thanks. Mm-hmm. And, and it's for our good, not necessarily because God needs our thanks, but because he knows we need to be reminded to be thankful people. That's so good. I, we were talking, it feels like in our um, podcast conversations, we keep coming back to what we're doing on Sundays here at Redemption about imaging Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I love that Jesus was thankful. Mm-hmm. And, it, and if we image him, then Thanksgiving is a part of our life. Right. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, we wanted to end every one of our podcasts with a guest um, with hearing a prayer story from your life, because I know for me, when I hear prayer stories from other people, my faith in God, my faith in prayer, my faith just grows. And I would love, Lori, if you would just share a prayer story from your life, whether that's Thanksgiving or a prayer that God has answered or anything that just kind of jumps out at you at the moment. You know, um, it's really hard for me to think of one thing in particular, but I probably the biggest thing that I really saw God's hand all over was um, our first adoption mm-hmm. back in 2004 when we adopted two children from Russia. God opened doors left and right every day, and it was really a pretty astounding thing to be a part of just to watch him um, provide in a way that every time I got a call from an agency that said they had lost a document or they were going to be delayed or for any any number of reasons that they were going to slow down this adoption, God just kept overruling that, and he made it so that we were there faster than any of the other families were able to go and adopt their kids. And where I might be a little more administrative-minded and able to do tasks like that, maybe a little bit easier than some, they were things that I had no control over, and it was clearly God answering the prayer that I would get to Russia as quickly as possible to get our kids. And and we did, and it's no easy task to meet all the requirements of two governments and and all that went with it, selling our house and buying a house. It was a pretty intense four months, and God provided in in, in miraculous ways every day. And, and now we've had those kids for a good number of years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I get chills just hearing that story. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. You're welcome. Well, I think that's about all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much, Lori, for joining us today. My and pleasure. Dina, always a pleasure sitting around the table with you. Love it. Love you both. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be back next week. We'll have a special guest, Suzanne, as we get into week four of our journal, and we talk about Hannah and prayers of supplication. We'll see you ladies next time around the table.